Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo!
to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of June 9th, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is the Big E3 2015 Rundown. Joining me this week, Brian Altano. What's E3? That show called the Electronic Entertainment Expo that takes place every year in Los Angeles for the past 16 years? More than that. Is that next week? Yeah, it's next week. Big, big time show. And joining us to also talk about the big show is Per Schneider. Guten Abend. How you doing, man? Dude, Good. there's a Wiener Schnitzel place by my house. Should it I try is? it? Yeah, well, there's a t- it looks like takeout-ish, small. Should I try that? Is well, that Wiener Schnitzel is an American hot dog chain. And the word Wiener Schnitzel means pork cutlet or veal cutlet I've from Vienna. to text you so, about this with So photos. the two things are not that related. Okay. Do you know I spent five Wait. minutes at lunch today explaining to Naomi Kyle how to say that word? What? Wiener schnitzel. Wiener schnitzel? She was, she but, was saying wiener schnitzel. But, that's how I said it. But can it, you guys yeah. – so I've never been to a wiener schnitzel, but can you guys confirm that they don't actually have wiener schnitzel? Because it's like somebody in German, Germany calling like a Hamburg burger place hot dogs are us or something. <laughs> okay. like it makes okay. no sense. I will take pictures of the menu and send okay. it to you. Fi- okay. Find out if they have so, wiener schnitzels. on this episode of the – illustrious podcast that we call home. We are going to go through everything that we can about Nintendo E3. Yes. We're going to start talking about last year. A few months ago, of course, we dropped some E3 2015 predictions. We did that already as a show. Brian came back from somewhere. I think you were at uh, Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. Yeah. You came back and he you was dropped at some. Star Wars. Some, yeah, he was at I was he was my honeymoon. Star Wars. <laughs> no, that Aww. wasn't your honeymoon. Um, and uh, <laughs> we already did that, but it doesn't matter. We're going to look at more of the bigger picture, right? There's a bunch of software on the books yeah. for Nintendo. Though there's a bunch of announcements. We're going to spend a lot of time doing that. But before we do that, mm-hmm. there is a Smash Brothers Direct on Sunday. Yeah, that's a nice surprise. 745 cool. in the morning Pacific time. So if you live in Prime the time. California coast, wake up early. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be weird time. It's nice and early. But I think uh, Jose and I were kind of speculating they're getting a lot of that stuff out of the way because it won't be anywhere near that's right. their actual uh Digital event. I keep oh, wanting to call it a press conference. Yeah. Well, maybe they're getting. I mean, they're getting the stuff like Lucas and the Miiverse stage, well, right? The the kind of stuff that's already known out of the way. Well, we don't maybe, know what's going to happen later. So the email they sent announcing this thing says an update on June 14th brings new content to Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and Nintendo yeah. 3DS, including Lucas from Mother 3 as a playable character, a new Wii U Miiverse stage, and Mii Fighter costumes inspired by Splatoon. That's not only what this direct has no, to be of about. Course. There has be... to be something. So let's go through some quick predictions then. Obviously, <laughs> let's let's say it. Character announcements, right? There has to be character announcements yep. and costume DLC. That's what they've already said. Yeah. But what else is there? What do you think? I don't know. Do you? I, I mean, I almost feel like whenever they announce a character, they also they're also going to pull another one out of their hat, like a future character announcement. Yeah. I do think that there's one part of it, and um, but you know. Like Smash Brothers is still is is big enough and still fresh enough in everybody's minds that they could use that in their primetime show too, not just the mm, the pre three. I don't thing. know. You look at last year's uh, digital event. I was talking to Brian about this mm-hmm. off mic. There was. It, I don't think the digital event is a focus on DLC for them. I yeah. think digital event is new gameplay. New games. That's it. Right. There are even games they sacrifice, and we're going to talk about that when we recap last year's digital. Yeah, event I quickly. also think just sort of. Uh, 
like as as a company theory, they're less inclined to hit everybody as hard as they can in that one hour, and mm-hmm. they've they've been more disjointed and splintering things out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're getting a direct on Sunday morning. We got one last week. Uh, Treehouse Live, I presume, will keep going as usual, and we're going to get a bunch of little breakout stories mm-hmm. from yeah. that. Um, it's not as much like Sony and Microsoft coming out and being like, "This is our hour to really hit hard." Nintendo's sort of just like we have all week. Well, and they know? cherry pick that stuff, yeah. right? Like the digital event has certain things they're going to talk about. But okay, so let's see. There was a Smash Brothers uh, ballot. Do you think we get an update on that? Like, is there? Will they finally start talking about who is sort of the front runner to be in Smash Brothers? Yeah, after none, these none of characters? that. None of that voting was ever frontward facing, right? We didn't they haven't told see. us. No, I know. So that. I have a feeling they will come in. Like, even if maybe some of those characters aren't ready to show yet, because like it feels very tight to have yep. this ballot close and then have the character develop, and you know those guys are always obsessive over balance unless mm-hmm. they create like a like an archetype like they're creating a, a clone of Captain Falcon or something with like somebody like you know some other classic character from a yep. third party or from from Nintendo that could be that could also happen right mm-hmm. that yeah, they're just yeah. putting a character clone in there but I have a feeling yes I, I do think they'll announce other characters and it's got to be someone who was high on the ballot yeah okay. Yeah, I mean, so I theorized this about a little bit about this last week, but I think Wolf is a good pick. He's a good guess because he's part of the old roster. Yeah, he's not licensed. Uh, it's easier to bring him back than it is to bring back Snake. That's kind of a nightmare right now. Um, but there's a couple other characters. You know, I remember like there were uh, there was a trophy that got leaked out way yeah. early of Rayman. Um, there was metadata that people found in the game for uh, Ryu. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We don't know if that was. I mean, is that Ninja Gaiden? Is that... Uh, is that <laughs> no, no. I, I believe the Reddit Street post Fighter, pointed yeah. out, uh, I think it was stage music for Ryu from Street Fighter. Okay. Yeah. And Roy from Fire Emblem. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, it's kind Who of interesting. Been in Smash Bros. And before, I, yeah. I remember when, yeah. When, and Siegfried, when, too. When people found the... the uh, when people got the, the Smash Brothers disc, even early, they were tearing it apart, which yeah. is like, you don't you don't see that so often with video games these mm-hmm. days anymore. It's yeah. really cool. That, but Smash Brothers is just one of those things everybody wants to pour over little secret so yeah i 100 think it'll be new characters um i really do want rayman just because he doesn't have actual limbs and i want to <laughs> see how that looks <laughs> i see i but i feel like he is not as popular as like if it's you from from yeah. Capcom from street fighter that's a more popular that's a big deal. crowd pleaser whereas rayman is kind of like the expected one i i mean i think yeah. That would be a nice surprise after yeah. the partnership with Capcom too, just to put Mega Man in there. Yeah, like that was very positively received. Like yeah. everybody loved yeah, that. Yeah, actually, thing. I didn't think about that because Mega Man's already sort of like he's got that cap. He opened up the back door for Capcom there. Mm-hmm. On yeah, that pretty one. much. So that's, that's interesting. So, uh, so before we move on, I do want to say I'm wondering when does Nintendo finally commit to stage DLC for Smash Brothers? Yeah. they have not. Like the stage selection is is plentiful. I'm not complaining, but I'm surprised that's not part of the package. Have I, they not? Have they not coupled any stage announcements? With any of the recent characters, except like, for the Miiverse no. stage, no, that, that was yeah. it, right? And yeah, that was in the fifty yeah. facts for Smash Brothers. I wish, uh, but thing. that would be the kind of the best approach, right? Like you get a character and the associated stage and yeah. the music with it, right? Like yeah. that would be, I think, the, the versus right the approach. costumes. I just, I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, I'm only talking from my own experience, so I'm not trying yeah. to represent Nintendo fans all over the planet here. But the Smash Brothers Mii Fighter outfits don't seem like a huge deal to me and to a lot of my friends. 
but I don't know that many people who play as them. I think no. that's the the core issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe some younger gamers are really taken by the me characters. So. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's cool. Like the character, the costumes are kind of neat, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can do a lot of stuff without having to add and balance, yes. re- rebalance the entire game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so, to do that kind of stuff. So I mean, I the one way one workaround for that would be to, and this is kind of heady, but if you took if you were able to fight as any character in the game as as a me character basically mm. and that wouldn't that basically would be totally broken yeah. but that's the only way to do it cuz otherwise it's like yeah i do want to play as kk slider but like he's not my guy in smash you know mm-hmm. or like the me fighter's not my guy in smash so like to shoehorn in those outfits like i have to play as somebody i don't want to play as yeah. and that defeats the purpose of me playing Smash Brothers to begin with. Yeah. yeah. I still bought the Majora's Mask outfit even though I haven't used it. Right. Like truth be told. Yeah. I did immediately yeah. go, oh, yep, I'm buying that. All right, lastly, tournament mode still has not come out. I wonder if there'll be an update on that. They did sort of promise in the 50 facts about Smash tournament mode would happen. Yeah. It is now June and so far has not. So yeah. I w- there'll probably be an update on that. All right. So but moving I think, on. I mean, the other, there's always that wild card, right, where <laughs> you just don't know what they're going to do to the game. Just remember what happened with Mario Kart. Like, yep. if they are introducing, like, a Street Fighter character, you could imagine they'll make, they'll do something where they add, you know, Dash, where they do, like, Ultra. They go fast, even faster than what is built into the game, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I could imagine them playing off that concept again like they did with Mario Kart. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so, speed. like, 200 yeah. CC, right. like, 200, uh, yeah. you know, speed uh, Smash Brothers. That'd I like be that. awesome. That Super would be Street fun. Fighter. Smash like Bro- Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers Street Brothers Fighter? Dash <laughs> Ultimate um, Edition. I mean, if 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 it is Ryu, that's a that's a pretty easy stage to make. Yep. It's basically already Final Destination. It's just that's that right. flat background, <laughs> flat, yeah, flat right. ground. Very cool. All <laughs> right. good. Yep. So let's move forward then and talk about the Nintendo. Excuse me, the Nintendo Digital Event. But yeah. before we talk about what we think will be at this year's digital event, let's take a step back. Let's go, let's travel back in time with our audience back to 2014 and talk about last year's digital event, which looking back on it a year later is, is sort of interesting, right? I mean, they had the robot chicken animations. They had some goofy go- tongue-in-cheek stuff like that. Yeah. They had Iwata versus Reggie, which was hilarious. Like, it was yeah. it was a fun show to watch. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? I, yeah. I think they'll do that again. You know, I, I think they'll work with Mega64 yep. to, again, create some kind of funny Reggie or Iwata skit. I, th- I think they'll they'll follow in those footsteps. I enjoyed that, actually, because yeah. I uh, – and I remember saying this last year, but that's one of the type of thing that you can't actually – you can't deliver – a content flow like that in the same way if you do a live show. I think mm-hmm. as a package show, it works so much better to be like, oh, there's a bit right here and here's a skit in the middle over here and like yeah, yeah. we're putting sc- comedy sketches in. Like, I think if Sony or Microsoft had tried to do something like that live, it would have fallen really flat and been really awkward. But Nintendo just kept it very charming and I yeah, like that. So yeah. I'd like to see that sort of attitude return this year. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and we we definitely have faith that we will bring a entertaining show. But yeah. interestingly enough, the uh, bigger joke about a Star Fox game and that actually happening. The bigger joke about a Mother Three. There was a Mother Three joke in there with a Mother Three game that never happens. Like, I mean, they're not releasing Mother Three, which is sort of a sad thing because we're hoping one day that does show up. How do you but know the, it's not going to show up this well, time? Well, yeah, no, you're right. And the fact that Lucas comes out on Sunday could mean that. But I mean, we always get excited, right, at the possibility yeah. of Mother Three finally getting an acknowledgement. That's because from it would be so easy. It would be so easy. That is fact. the easiest. We've said this before. Yeah. This is the easiest project Nintendo can undertake yeah. is to release the localized version 
mm-hmm. and the timing is right yeah. with the Smash Brothers. That's right. So. But last year there was the bigger message that there was no big Mario game uh, available last year. Mm-hmm. Not really at E3 because they did have Mario Maker, right? We found mm-hmm. out about that. Mm-hmm. But the idea there was the joke that I'm gonna go with home, right? Yeah. And just okay, <laughs> you're not getting that this year. But they led off with their biggest game. It was Smash 3DS, Smash Wii U. Yeah. The announcement that Mii Fighter was in the game. Mm-hmm. The first time we saw Nintendo Amiibo was in that video with Reggie versus Iwata. And then Sakurai breaking down how three, uh, Mii Fighter worked. Yeah. Um, that was that almost makes me wonder, does this year start off with Star Fox? Does this year start off with Mario Maker? Like, do you lead off with your biggest game again no, to I capture think, that excitement? I think they'll start with Star Fox and then they'll go to Mario. Like, they'll they'll do something. Yeah. We already know Star Fox is coming. You know, mm-hmm. they've they've shown a little bit of that, but they haven't shown it to the public, public yet, right? Yeah. And so this is the time now to go like, by the way, there's Star Fox and it's coming out this year. Get you excited. And then they got to drop the M-bomb. Like, there's got to be Mario. Drop is the he, M-bomb? Uh, the M-bomb. <laughs> the M. I got like, really scared for a second. <laughs> It's going to be a weird show. That would be terrible. Oh, Reggie. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but no, Mario. Wow. Mario's got to be there. Yeah. Mario's okay. going to be there. So, okay. what? A new Mario or, or Mario, Mario Maker? Maker. Uh, something Mario. Because I, I think you do both, right? Like, <laughs> I think you could think- Mario Maker is not news and big excitement because I mean there may be like new modes and things uh, un- yeah. unveiled that we haven't seen that on new art style or characters support or, something, or something, right? something like that. Like yeah, that kind of stuff I expect to happen, but I don't think that's kind of like the big lead. No, and the I think more that- I think about it, like they have to have Mario something. Well, I mean, like it's we don't consider it big leagues, but I think to like the the mainstream, it's still a very fascinating prospect, and it is their big game of fall on the Wii U. Like yeah. it is that is their flagship title this fall, like or not like it a, an 8-bit pixel art game where you can make your own levels is their big thing this year and i'm personally really excited about it i mean if you if you look at it as like this is their thing to go up against you know uh halo and fallout and all that stuff I'm like yeah it's kind of funny looking but yeah. if you if you reshow mario maker and has its sort of second coming out and you show like the really like high level insanity that that game i think will go into um It'll be really awesome. And we got a taste of that in that event that we saw from Japan where yeah. they like were showing yeah. some custom stages that were made. And on a, in a lot of ways, um, and this might be hype, so feel free to dismiss what I'm about to say, but Mario Maker potentially is their answer to Minecraft to yeah. an extent. Right? Yeah, it I is agree. an answer to like, here is a thing. You're, you're turned into a creator. You're discovering different combinations for what you can do yeah. and what you can make. I mean, yeah. of course, it's not this open world adventure. No. It's not one-to-one perfect. But it is something that is driven by creation, and it is. It also does answer that question that comes up possibly with, uh, uh, constantly, which is, you know, when is Nintendo going to utilize the Wii U and show that that tablet is really like should be front and center for all their ideas? And like, this is a game that's only possible with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, like the more I think about it, it's when you look at their biggest franchises: Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, Mario, you know, Zelda. They've said Zelda won't be there. Smash Brothers is going to be there, but it's not a new game, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and like which, which just and Mario Kart, we just got all this DLC, which means like there's got to be a life sign of something other than Mario Maker. I like there's got to be something. Yeah. I I don't know. You guys have all played Splatoon. Yeah. You played the single player. Mm-hmm. If you weren't sitting there getting flashes of Mario Galaxy Three fighting yeah. some of those bosses, then I don't know what to tell you because I felt I was playing that going. They're ready. Like yeah. they have they have. 
they have the capabilities now. They've fully grasped what to do with a 3D platforming game in, mm. in HD. Yeah. Like, they're ready to do that. So I don't know if that's going to be Galaxy 3, but I think that we we are closer than ever to something like that happening. Yeah. So, I mean, the only yeah. other thing is that they, they could pull a remake out of the hat, right? Like, that's always a good gap filler, like yeah. a Mario Sunshine HD or something like yeah, that. Look could at the be, last one. Look at Majora's yeah. Mask and the reception that got. People, there was, yeah. you know, people were shouting in the streets, yeah. to me at least, like, what? And, this is what I wanted. And then finally, of course, you know, I I didn't mention Metroid because Metroid is not one of the giant franchises, right? The other four I just mentioned are Especially just lately. much, much bigger, mm-hmm. which is frustrating because the Metroid games are obviously really good. But, yeah. like, it's weird if we don't hear something from Retro. It's It'd weird. be so weird. Did you guys see their tweet this morning? No, what If they that's say? their account, uh, there is some, some speculation really? now. Is that really Retro Studios at Retro Studios or okay, not? Okay, so what the, 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 the tweet from Retro, at Retro Studios said, can you dig it? And then it linked to Nintendo's E3 press site. And I immediately said to you, crossover game with Booker T confirmed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Warriors. Or the Warriors. Um, All right. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go oh, through Steam the rundown. Feel, Metroid feel free to jump yes. in with any sort of analysis. We're looking at this a year later. Actually, right? I told, did I tell so, you my theory for that? Oh, quick, quick. It's another Donkey Kong game, and it's called Diggy Kong's Country. It starts Diggy <laughs> oh, Kong. Oh my goodness! Gracious. Everyone would be so from mad the, from the mind behind Animal Crossing house arrest. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Yes. They moved on to displaying Amiibo for the first time. Reggie sort of giving the big over review of figures can read, figures can write, the FP uh, figure player in Smash Brothers compatibility with other Nintendo games. They were they were on the content. they were on the show floor in physical form in the first time, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they looked right. amazing, yep. and then we saw them six months later, and they didn't look quite as amazing, but they were still right. Cool. Uh, side note: That's when you and I did that interview session with Miyamoto, and I sat down in front of him and took a picture, and I noticed at the bottom of the picture is a glass dis- or plastic display case with Amiibos, mm-hmm. and I have a hundred percent linked my addiction back to that one moment. <laughs> was that it? That was it. You yeah. got the hype waves from I, Miyamoto? I, I saw them right in front of him. Like, that ruined me. That, yeah. that was it. No, yeah. that, was a, that was a cool moment. Yeah, and they will definitely, I mean, Amiibo is going to factor in their event. True. Damn in a it. major way. It's okay. got to factor. So, this is the biggest success of the last year. It's going to be a focus. They're going to say, hey, these things are selling like crazy. Hey, we learned and how to here, make them. <laughs> and yeah, the pee stand is gone. <laughs> I think and more, here is what's next. And here's the big thing. Well, yeah. and I've said it before. I think the experiments continue on the Amiibo front. I said that on GameScoop uh, a couple weeks ago when we yeah. did the big Nintendo uh, preview. I'm saying that again on this show. Nintendo is looking for different ways that they're going to use Amiibo, yes. right? We see them trying it in terms of experimentation with Form factor, cards, woolly, plastic figures. What is the next type of amiibo? We'll find out at E3. I'm you know, willing I, to put money on that. I I just looked at my shelf the other day and mm-hmm. I said, we're getting to the end of the Smash Brothers line. It's yeah. so nice to finish it. And then they're going to just announce a bunch of new characters. And this is going <laughs> to keep going they, on forever. And, <laughs> Damn it! And functionality because the, yes. the success of Skylanders was not, hey, here are these figures and they stay the same. You can take them apart now, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's all sorts of stuff. Like oh, you get yeah. the Lego ones now with figures and vehicles and a portal that you build and all that. And Nintendo is not going to just come in there and go, here's a new character, here's a new character. They're going to introduce something new around that. Yep. So then we saw Yoshi Willy World yep. for what feels like the first time. I think we saw it in screenshots when it was just Yarn Yoshi. Yes. And It'll be that back. It was a gorgeous game. Yeah, it mm-hmm. will be back. It comes out. Oh, I'm so jealous of you, Europe. You yeah. European listeners, you're getting this at the end of the month. Finally, we admit will admit it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're they're, they're sitting there going, go to hell, Jose. You guys get games <laughs> early for 20 years. They're yeah. getting this one early, though. Yeah. This one, like, there's so much excitement. Speaking of which, awesome, awesome amiibo functionality for this yeah, one. Yeah, you like that? You know? okay. Yeah, I think it looks okay. really cool. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not 
doesn't blow the doors off of anything, but no, I think it's really it's definitely. it's a nice little custom bonus for people who have them all. I'm one of those people, so it's gonna be good. Oh wait, you mean the 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 functionality that will unlock other Yoshi? Yeah, skins. you're yeah, not I'm, talking about the yarn Yoshi. No, I'm actually less as... enthused by the core amiibo functionality in that game of like you know dropping these yarn Yoshis to double or triple your Yoshis and get the yeah. cherry item that we gave out for free in the last Mario game. Yeah. But I like the scan a like a Ness Yoshi and or Ness amiibo and get a Ness Yoshi. The like, Famicom Yoshi. Yeah. Holy cow. Really cool. I want a Famicom Yoshi. How do you get him? I really do. Is there a Famicom Amiibo? You scan your Rob. old Famicom. I th- <laughs> put it on the gamepad. <laughs> yeah. That's and what pour I'm... a glass of water on it. Uh, well, I have one. I don't know about you. Make sure you do water. that. Water? What are yeah. you talking about? That's like the plot of weird science. Be careful. <laughs> I'm seeing if Brian will do it. <laughs> have a Famicom moment. shows up in the door. 80s music is playing. <laughs> have a moment of silence for weird science. Uh-huh. All right. So It'll Cap- be remade. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> Captain Toad Treasure Tracker was announced. Yeah. I don't think that game existed before. It was a puzzle platformer, a spinoff starring Captain Toad. Yeah. A side character, not to be confused with regular Toad, right? This was a side character from the Galaxy games who you would run into every once in a while, mm-hmm. who had a big lamp on his head. Yeah, he'll be in like, Smash ah! Brothers, you'll see. <laughs> you think so? He'll totally be he in will Smash be running for so? cover. He's gotta be. So, he won't be able to jump, that's his whole yeah, thing. Looking back on it <laughs> yeah. though, 20 minutes into the direct, they dropped the bomb. Legend of Zelda. Last year during the digital yeah. event, twenty minutes in, this the is the thing that everyone. <laughs> That's went. what I'm telling you. That's why it's it's like Star Fox and like some random crap you don't care about, and yeah. then it's like there's your big Mario game or your big Metroid game or Animal Crossing or yeah. whatever it is. That and was like I I my that was one of those like legitimately stand up in the in the big room in IGN where we do our thing, and my jaw just dropped, and I was just smiling, grinning ear to ear, so yeah. happy about that. Yeah, no, we were sitting. Uh, so we were in the uh, during the live show. I think we, you and I were both at the live show. We were just sitting yeah. by the stage area, and we saw that footage. And we were just mm-hmm. like, oh my god! Yeah, like good. look at that thing. Thirty seconds, thirty seconds of footage that just amazed yep. everyone. <laughs> at the time, they committed to a 2015 window. Sadly, we all know how that turned out. All right, so then, Pokemon Omega Ruby Turned and Alpha out like Sapphire. like every other Zelda game. Yes, it did. <laughs> much to my chagrin. Yep. Uh, a new trailer Ooh, where they showed French. Omega Evolutions, where they showed uh, Primal Reversions. Yep. And uh, this was a Pokemon remake, but still part of the presentation because it's Pokemon. When we get to it later, I'm... 100% willing to bet that Yokai Watch is part of the digital one this yeah, year. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. This is a game that part of me thinks a, a, a Pokemon sequel, an RPG sequel, not Mystery Dungeon, whatever, yeah. whatever, is not a big game this year for Nintendo because of Yokai Watch. I would be willing to place that. Though. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like the it there's so many similarities between the success of Yokai Watch and Pokemon mm-hmm. and how people say, oh, that's too Japanese to ever make it out here, and then they're going to do it. They're going to yep, bring it out, sure. and it's going to be popular. Yep, absolutely. Yep. No, and I'm, I'm really excited to see. Although, I am curious to see, because if Yokai Watch, ah, I want to save this for later, but if they give Yokai Watch the Fantasy Life treatment, where Fantasy Life was a cool RPG by level five, mm-hmm. but Fantasy Life was in no way, shape, or form mentioned in the digital event, and instead got a Treehouse Live segment, it got a trailer, yeah. but it was still very low-key. Like I feel like the biggest announcements, the games you're trying I- to push really hard, you show in the digital. I don't event. think they had faith in Fantasy Life being anything more than a kind of hardcore RPG kind of, you know. And people loved it for yeah. those reasons. And it's a great game. It is a great game. But Yokai Watch has that little that little fact it factor, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like it has lots yep. of characters and things. That's what you need in today's world, especially when targeting a family audience. And I I do believe Nintendo will continue to target family rather I think than that's going a smart call. going more core. You know? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> okay, then we have Bayonetta 2. 
yeah. uh, a timeline for October 2014. Yeah. New trailer, Nintendo-themed crossover <laughs> costumes. Who could forget that? It was weird. And Bayonetta 1 included as part of the package. It was which weird, too, but was amazing. was a cool value pack yeah. add like, for that game. Um, unfortunately, we don't know how well that thing worked out for them. Hyrule Warriors, uh, mm-hmm. they committed to September 26th. They showed new footage for an action spinoff in the Zelda series, which mm-hmm. when we first heard about it at that uh the last E3 of what was it, 2013? You still remember? It was all three yeah. of us going, ah! Yeah, you know, we were angry. angry, all cranky and, and sad, and you know. Hey, but once the, once they down. announced they were making a real Zelda two, I stopped worrying about how. I was like, sure, <laughs> that's icing on the cake. As long as there's a cake, exactly. <laughs> you weren't like, <laughs> no, I wasn't. If that's the whole cake, then that's a problem. All right, fair enough. Uh, they moved on to Cur- uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. First yeah. time they showed that uh, beautiful looking game, right? What Definitely. is the Rainbow Curse, by the way? We, uh, no one, no one knows. Still to this day, <laughs> many people have died of it, though. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> a, a really uh, unique looking game, right? Like that yeah. game, the minute you saw it, you were like, wow, yeah. that's really cool. Um, and it came out. Yep, and it came out. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. That they, didn't come out. No, it came out this year in Japan. No, not in the US um, it's out already in Japan, but they showed new footage. They had a name change. That was the first time they committed to yep. Xenoblade Chronicles X is the name. Right. Um, keeping the same sort of convention as the last one. Mario Maker, which slipped out the door early last year at E3. Do you remember that that photo that uh, got around? Yeah, yeah that's that was right. actually one of the only times I've ever seen an IG uh, an E3 leak <coughs> from Nintendo's booth. Mm-hmm. Usually, oh, we <coughs> excuse me for those of you who haven't been to E3 before. Nintendo's booth is massive and it's got these huge white. Uh, curtain drapes that go all the way down to the floor yeah. and people walk around it in a circle like it, like the Hyrule Castle in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. you, no one can get in there, right? And you yeah. can't even sneak up with a, a picture or anything. But some teamster, I think, was just in there building the set and just snapped the photo of his work and there was a poster hanging there of Mario Maker and everybody theorized that it was fake and you know i think we even did i was like there's no way that's real. i didn't think that was, you didn't real. Think it was real i was like that's totally photoshopped well here, here, here's we the, so that was really early i mean once we have a booth on the show floor right like once setup begins um you know part of our team has access to the show floor and we can look around and usually no no i'm just <laughs> Wait, saying I'm like saying, we i mean you you are able to see those things when you get in early, yeah. but we can't write about it. Because if you write about it, it's not like we can go, that wasn't us, right? It's on our homepage. Mm-hmm. They will kick us off out of the show. Okay. Like so there, there are real repercussions if you're an exhibitor at the show and you leak something from the show floor. You sign a contract that you don't publish anything. You'll get blah, chased blah, blah, out blah, of blah, E3. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's really serious. And I'm... <laughs> I know this because you guys tested the waters. No, like issue. more than a decade ago, we we posted we we got stuff early from sneaking into booths, like long, long time ago, before they even considered this to be an issue. Yeah, and that's when you know the exhibitor, the the um, exhibiting body, and like that's when they started to crack down afterwards. So, well, it's, it's like really nuts because I don't think that. A lot of people use that convention center, right? Yeah. Like, there's, like, dog shows there and cooking yep. emporiums. And I don't think they have to worry about this stuff with anybody else. Well, the but new flea to... shampoo leaked early. Yeah, oh, my God. There's a new, <laughs> there's a new breed of dog. Anti-flea. Um, but you get you get a bunch of gamers in a building, and we are crazy people. It's awesome. Like, we're picking apart the logos yeah. on the shipping crates that just end up being for some couch outside of the bathroom. Yep. Like, we, and, it's and, awesome. We're and nuts. they hang up. What they do is, first of all, they don't ever test any of the monitors with the actual games that are there. 
there. Yeah. They hang drapes over everything. You know, some companies just say screw it, yeah. and they like you know like. Um, Activision and them, they, they'll just have the giant Call of Duty display up. And yeah. some of them get like the announcements out before, like Fallout, for example. Yep. is a great example where they just couldn't hide that because yeah. they have a freaking fortress right there. Yeah. And they probably worry that someone who's doing the electrical install will tell their kid and then it gets out. Right. Like, that that will always happen, um, but less so than before, I think, mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. they're all more ca- cautious about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, but we did see Mario Maker in that. It was the first game you can make Mario Lovers, which was heresy before this. I feel like uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly in its heyday was always asking the question, when, Miyamoto, when will yep. you let the people make the, the Mario stages? Yeah. When will you bring the technology well, to, when, to the, when to will the you, West? <laughs> when will you legalize it? Because people were doing it That's for right. years on PC. Like mm-hmm. There's a gigantic mod community. If you look up on YouTube, there's you'll find mm-hmm. thousands of videos of people making yeah. Mario yeah, And Zelda, too. I mean, funny, like you yeah. brought up the concept of Zelda Maker. There were some people writing in saying, That's too complicated. You can't make that. Well, people have already made that. People yeah. made them, yeah. yeah, yeah, slash, yeah. Um, no, but but you're, you're absolutely right. I, I definitely should not have uh, overlooked that, but it was still like, Hey, when would Nintendo sanction it? Right, right, right. And they mm-hmm. did. And it was just like, what? And they focused on just two art styles at the time, right? They only showed us Super Mario Brothers yep. and new Super Mario Brothers, yep. just the two. And then over time, we learned there was more to it. Um, but still, that was that was a, a really cool project. And then they ended the entire thing, uh, or at least the last game they show was Splatoon, yep. which was a new IP for them. They were sort of uh, taking a lot of time and care to help people understand <coughs> that this game is a turf war sort of territory control game driven by Inc., they had that really cool uh, aquarium like backdrop, to and it, it was and it was playable. It was playable, it was playable that right. day, which was really interesting. Floor. To like, yep. it's that's it's kind of rare that happens at, at, at Nintendo press conferences, especially where they're like, "Here's a new thing you didn't even know it existed, and you can play it right now." That's Same right. with Mario Maker that was playable in the world uh, the year before. Was yeah, three world the year of before. Um, we yep. also went and played uh, Woolly World and uh, Captain Warriors. Toad, Hyrule Warriors, yep. um, Kirby, Kirby, all that stuff that. Had just been shown. They had, they kicked right to, and they were playing on um, uh, Treehouse Live. So it's yep. really cool. And I think a lot of people were kind of mixed on Splatoon at the time because um, it was a little loose compared to what it shipped to be. But like now that we've all played it for a while, like it's really awesome. So it was cool to see them end on something that at the time we didn't really understand the focus or or, or sort of clarity of how much. Uh, expectation they were putting mm-hmm. into that game but mm-hmm. like it turned out to be awesome yep, and yep. I'm, I'm really it's in retrospect <clears throat> that was a cool way to close our show well and in hindsight uh to hear in the iwata asked that at nintendo's e3 presentation last year that was only really 10 percent of a game they only had the weapons they had in that demo and a stage and the ink mechanic and it didn't and yet then, have the roller and any of these things that made it a little bit more unique from other, other shooters they had yeah. it in trailer form yeah. and they had stages in trailer form but they only brought one stage to E3 and they only brought one gun to E3 like one loadout mm-hmm. and, or maybe there was a few but there wasn't a huge selection you yeah. weren't mm-hmm. able to pick that yeah. but then that game was they were able to turn it around yeah. um, you know it's out now but we've talked about it it shipped a little content light we sometimes wonder did the fast turnaround time, how much did that impact yeah. that game? But regardless, it's out. It turned out really – I think it turned out well for them in that the fans really love it. The people who love it absolutely love it. Yep. There's fan art. Miiverse has been a very, very interesting place. Like have you walked around the the plaza mm-hmm. the, yeah, uh, where yeah, the no, tower awesome. is and you yeah. see all that art from yeah. Japan yeah. or from the West? Like it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, then they they end the presentation with Reggie talking about how to keep up with them at E3. Obviously, we'll get that again this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Palutena trailer. 
mm-hmm. where they showed off that she was part of Smash Wii U as, yep. uh, in 3DS as well as a Dark Pit tease. And then lastly, a message from Miyamoto, but they did not show what he was playing, and you could obviously tell it was Star Fox. And Star Fox was shown quietly to the press at, a, at another event last year, but never shown publicly. Right. So we've hit that point in the show, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to take a break. But when we come back, let's talk about E3 this year, looking at what's on the books. Let's break down and sort of anticipate what's going to be in the digital event and maybe what isn't. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Jose Otero here with Brian Altano and Per Schneider. What's up? And we are talking about the big Nintendo E3 sort of rundown. What are we expecting for the 2015 digital event? What are we maybe not expecting to be as part of the digital event? And let's just get it off the bat because you have to do that with these things. What we know is not at E3 already, 2015. We know Zelda's not. Sadly, we have talked about that plenty of times before, so I will not subject you to that. Mm-hmm. Codename NX will not. Uh, at least they're saying they're not talking about it. I'm pretty sure we won't get an answer, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. So far, mm-hmm. not at the show. Smartphone games, the iOS, uh, Android collaborations yep. with DNA will not be shown. Not a focus. Iwata yeah. will not be shown. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's Good true. point. Iwata will not be shown at E3. <laughs> uh, Smash Brothers 3 DLC technically is not in the digital event. It will be shown Sunday along with the Lucas character yep. reveal. We talked about that earlier in the program. I want to quickly add Get Well Soon to Iwata because... He's not doing too well. You think so? No. I mean, well, it's not health related. Or at least that's not what really? they're saying. They haven't said that. Okay. But well, you either, can do either way. Anyway, everyone yeah. deserves a good Ket Wilson. Yeah. So yeah. Probably. I want him back. I like. I mean, I like the kind of quirkiness that he brings. To yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. As well. He brings bananas yeah. too, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, yep. he'll be in the digital event, right? Like last year, yeah. he wasn't a big focus, but he was there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't think Splatoon. D- like I've said this before, I-, I wondered if Splatoon DLC will be at E3. I'm gonna go right here and say I don't think it'll be like paid DLC for Splatoon will not be talked about. Do you mean Ooh. as part of their digital event? Uh, or as part of E3. Or anything I think at it's all? too soon. I think they're going to wait until all the other content's out the yeah. door and then say, by the way, we're selling these stages, we're yeah. selling this. But I think um, they'll give us a look at some <clears throat> of the content that's coming. I like, could see, absolutely. Yes, yeah. During the digital event? Oh, absolutely. I could, nope, see them, I, could see, I could see them teasing free content if it's cool and it ties into one of their but core But they already franchises. have free content on the books for that game. Why, yeah. why reemphasize uh, well, that you, message? Well, because, so what, what you do, I, I, what I say is that's when you, you say, hey, you know, that little amiibo package in the corner of our game it does more than just these three kind of unexciting things with these three characters that's a good point I guess because last year during the Miyamoto event they did talk about Pikmin 3 and how that got patched in with gamepad like actual touch Mm -hmm. gamepad controls and they were cool maybe you guys are right I take that part back I'm kind of confident they won't just because I think that there's too much free content that hasn't made it out the door yet. Sure. So they'll probably wait until that's out before they try to pull some sort of a paid plan. No, if I agree with that. has a paid plan. I agree with that because they, they're still in the stage where they want to upsell you on the concept that this is a game that lives on for a long time, yeah. has great support, and more content is coming. But So that's why I think they will, during the event, go, boom, 
boom, Splatoon, August 15th. You know, yeah, this I mean, is, these new levels will go into rotation and there'll be a tournament and you'll win a banana. It's right? the new baby they just delivered. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're probably still kind of excited <clears throat> about it before they want to start moving on everything else. Fair enough. I, li- I like we'll I definitely, uh, we'll I, I like the counterpoint. Uh, Club Nintendo's replacement, I don't think, makes it 83 only because you can ride the, the hype waves for that later. Why waste yeah. digital event space on that? Yeah, and they're still not even. They haven't even finished shipping the rewards from the last and thing. Like they're, they're still splinterings off, splinters off of the of, of the last project too. And I so. feel that's tied into the new kind of Nintendo ID that spans all these different platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I agree with you. I don't think that's going to show, but who knows, right? I mean, the funny thing is, like, the things that showed last year were unpredictable. Like, you could not predict Splatoon. Yeah. You could not predict Codename Steam, even the genre or whatever it was, well, right? Well, and it wasn't shown during the digital event. Yeah. That was shown during its own presentation, a roundtable that happened during yeah. E3. And you couldn't predict, uh, what was uh, Five Nights Five Nights at Miyamoto's, that weird, like, surveillance game? What was that, Project oh, Guard? Project Guard. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't... <laughs> five you couldn't, Nights at Miyamoto's. that title. <laughs> you couldn't predict that one, and you couldn't predict Project Robot, which, like, still, and I don't I'm, know, how they all turn into you again. brought those up yeah. because right now um, on the books, Project Giant Robot still exists technically. As of their last financial documents, it did say, not, first of all, this was not shown in the digital event, but this was a gamepad-focused game where you control a giant robot, you use the ZL and ZR triggers to launch its arms out, and then you rotate and twist the gamepad yeah. to take a swing at things. There's also a button you press to shoot lasers. More importantly, this game was supervised by that. Miyamoto, one of the gamepad experimental games. And it is still listed as first half of 2015 for the U.S., which is about to pass. So that game is either coming out right now or it's not. So that's different, though. Sometimes they show these experimental games and then they disappear disappear, (laughs) and they pop up in Nintendo Land or something. But they actually kept this one on the schedule, which means it is something. It it, it must be, right? Um, So there was that. Uh, Project Guard or Five Nights at Miyamoto's as yep. it was so eloquently put by Pear was also not in the digital event it is a game supervised by Miyamoto but that yep. one was the one game shown where it was a surveillance focused game and there was a Star Fox logo on one of the yep. things that was there and so people wonder well is this part of Star Fox or oh, is all of this part of Star Fox and we didn't know yeah <clears throat> just putting that in context for folks all right so let's let's look at the big games that we know are on the books right so Star Fox Mario Maker Animal yep. Crossing Happy Home Designer, or AKA House Arrest for some. <laughs> Yokai Watch. I like our names much better. I know. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Five X. Nights at Miyamoto's. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World and Shimigami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. Yeah. Of that list, let's say, let's put unannounced games to the side right now. Obviously, Nintendo will come with unannounced projects. No one on this podcast would 100% say they won it. Who would you kick off the show with? Who do you kick off the digital event with? Let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Man. Star Fox. Yeah, I think Star it's Star Fox. Fox. You gotta hook people with something new. That's I the feel big like. Miyamoto game. Like that's kind of like the equivalent of. Or is it? Well, or yeah. is it? Could they be another? Right. That, I mean, that's my. So point. that's who you kick it off with? Yeah, I think okay. Star Fox is gonna start. Then you're gonna go into like Animal Crossing. Oh wait, wait, wait. Just, just kick it off. Just kick it off. Don't don't yeah. run away with the yeah, football. Yeah. Hey God. All right. All right. All right. So I think you either kick it off with Star Fox, and I agree with Pear that it's not. Uh, it's nothing like what we saw last year. What we saw last year was just like 
we're making a Star Fox, and it was in the loosest of terms because what we saw specifically, Jose, and I say this again, looked like an N64 game in widescreen. It did. It, it did. really did. It, it was very primitive asset. I didn't get to see it. Completely bare bones textures, and I feel mm. bad pooping on it because like Miyamoto <laughs> literally himself was like, would you like to see it to Jose and I, which is yeah. such a weird yeah, moment. and I had seen it already, but I yeah. will mm-hmm. say just in, in their defense, and I probably don't have to do this, but I will – Let's keep in mind that for them, it's always function and not yes. visual, right? And totally. it was so strange to see this game so early because they, we know that's how and, they make games, but they don't show us that typically. And, and they hadn't found the developer yet either, right? Yeah, so they now they gave it to Platinum Games so, and it'll be ready to show. That's yeah, who you think you the, the money's on? You're yeah, putting it on course. Platinum Games? Good guess. I mean, there was the Bayonetta level uh, where she wrote on an R-Wing. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Like a I mean, weird the, inclusion. Yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, hey, so, they got costumes hmm. approved. Like, and costumes. Not? So I think that, uh, and it's like, yeah, like I didn't mean to be mean or negative to what I saw of Star Fox, but no, it was very, course. it was very rudimentary. But I do think that you take that concept, you hand it to somebody who's prolific and ready to go and not busy, and you go make us a Star Fox game because Star Fox games, in my opinion are beautiful looking games. And that was the first time we saw one that was just kind of weird looking. Like mm-hmm. Star Fox will look awesome on Wii U. It'll be one yeah. of the best looking games on Wii U. And I think it's going to kick off the show and that'll be the big coming out party for what it is. And you'll actually, it will probably start with the logo of whoever's making it and you go, huh. And then you'll see like, help Fox. <laughs> and then it'll be like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't well, There that. was a slippy joke <laughs> in what they showed us that night of the presentation with Miyamoto. Every though, time like, Slippy's there, it's yeah, a joke. Yeah, it, it, it was absolutely a joke. I think I can't Miyamoto wait. even shot at Slippy yeah. during when he was Good. demoing the controls. For and they game. will be a Slippy Amiibo. <clears throat> Mark my words. Yeah, you will. So they you will kick it off with Star Slippy Fox. Amiibo. You'll kick it off with a Star Fox set, which means we have an R-Wing Amiibo. Are you running out of room? Do a barrel roll. Huh? Yep. Are you running out of room? I know you have a house. Oh, so I moved all my Mario Party ones upstairs. Oh, right now the Splatoon guys are still hanging with all the Smash Brothers uh, yeah. amiibo. Yeah. So wait, you mm-hmm. said a Slippy Toad amiibo. We're getting an Arwing amiibo. You do realize this, right? Oh, Miyamoto yeah. said that to us That's last right. year, That's right? He's right. like, I want an Arwing oh, amiibo. I want this to be a thing. That's so vehicles, happen. a Landmaster, an Arwing. Uh, so Amiibo oh. is going vehicles. So it's doing like the Skylanders thing, where you know you have more. Things I have an idea added, for a Nintendo like, vehicle. Yeah. Make a truck that delivers real Amiibos to a store, so people can buy them, and I don't have to go on eBay. Wild Tracks confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Stunt race effects for you. Nice work. Nice, nice work. Nice work. All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to agree with you guys only in that. But I will say, if you kick off the the presentation with Star Fox. The unannounced stuff better be really good because I feel like there's so many questions around Star Fox. Like right now, to some people, there was the the sort of the suggestion that because the the Star Fox has to be sort of, we haven't seen a, a second of Star Fox footage yep. outside of what they showed us privately yep. that this game is a 2016 game, and I don't buy that. Um, I'll be surprised. Maybe it does happen, but I don't. I don't buy that. Yeah. If it's an on rails game, I think you can pull that stuff off much quicker, right? Like open world games take. Take a long time. But totally. does the yeah. speed look, look how fast they cranked out Splatoon single player. But I actually, that's the size of a well, Star Fox. I'm glad campaign. you brought that up though, because yeah. does that mean? Sorry, Brian. Does no, that no, no. mean the Splatoon's um, sort of fast turnaround to some degree? We feel impacted how much content was ready when that game came sure. out. Well, does that happen to Star Fox? 
Well, that's the question, right? Will Star Fox have a a robust online mode, or, or will it be or go episodic in yeah. some way? That's something an, that will an, sort did, of did we make up that, that rumor, or was that something that no, he, he hinted said, at? He said something more about uh, he he hinted at something sounding like episodic, finding new ways to deliver the story in pizza or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. like so that. So I think I was there. that like yeah, in that way you can be like yeah, that we have an hour of Star Fox or two hours of Star Fox hitting soon. Like and the, it's it's a weird game because most people are used to playing through that game in what. 40 minutes yeah, well, start to finish yeah, yeah. so I don't know if that flies you anymore you go back and hit the grinning asteroid and find all like, the other the stuff the arcade and, shooter yeah. doesn't really have any connotations when there's no arcades anymore but yeah. I think that like putting that game out in pieces could be okay to be like chapter one will be available this fall I mean I and, think that people so are so launch with you mean launch with multiplayer and like one chapter and then you get yeah. more single you're player? betting on multiplayer yeah. on Star Fox yeah, I don't know be. man that's risky Hey, they're all about multiplayer. Like, look at how much they've embraced tournaments and all that. Let's rewind. They're still, infrastructure-wise, they're still behind. There's no question about it. Sure. But Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, and now Splatoon, that is going to continue. That's a smart bet. Yeah, they'll be, Star Fox has to be online. No? What you see? It you're setting up the hype plus, now. What if it's not? No, plus, <laughs> like, me, hang out of it. So I, man, Crimson Skies was so freaking amazing. Yeah, like old, old school, the PC game, but also the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. And that kind of genre, like dogfighting, online dogfighting, went away for a while. But it's so much fun. So Star Fox 64 3D did have a local multiplayer mode that was four players and yeah. had the camera thing. I'm, I'm just using yeah. it for context in terms <laughs> yeah. of that. They have experimented with Star Fox multiplayer ideas. Yeah, we had split screen before. One. It was yeah. in GameCube. It was but in. Uh, you're suggesting an online mode for Star Fox. Yeah. Okay. At launch? Yeah. At launch of whatever this episodic thing is? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, d- I do think so because the the <laughs> actual, the content in Star Fox is light by today's like by today's by standards. Tradi- wait, hang right. on. And if traditional you, Star Fox. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like traditional Star, Star Fox, Fox is okay. light by today's standards and like if you compare to like a lot of other shooters have come out and failed. Right, like on Xbox everywhere, you know, remakes of what was it? Um, was the uh, Xbox uh, One had um, the Master Chief Collection? No, there was a oh God. What was that linear shooter with the dragons and everything? Panzer Dragon. Oh Pan- no, yeah. Crimson Dragon. Uh, Crimson Dragon oh, right, is what yeah. it was called. Yeah, yeah, Crimson Dragon. That's right. I reviewed like, that game. A lot of those games have just been blips on the radar, and I think that's because people look at them and say that's. You know, that's not enough for me, or yeah. they don't like the genre. And, like, that's why I feel like Star Fox got to have something more. But, well, uh, I mean, but the ca- characters go a long way, too. Like, yeah. I mean, Crimson Dragon would have been a hit at the Wii U launch mm-hmm. with Star Fox characters, but mm-hmm. no one knows what Crimson Dragon is. And well, then Smash Brothers assuming... markets these characters, yeah, too, totally. right? <clears throat> so there is kind of, like, this hunger to play those games again. Well, assuming – I mean, it'll be interesting just because Miyamoto's last couple of projects have not been online, <clears throat> right? Pikmin w- did not even try to have an online mode. Um, I do want to say that Bayonetta, though, which was made by Platinum, and if what you just said aligns, right? Let's say Platinum mm-hmm. was making Star Fox. They did try an experimental combat mode with Bayonetta where it was two players and you jumped into, mm-hmm. like, you, you know, sort of these dungeons. So maybe it's a thing. I don't know. I, I just, whatever they show, I wanted to focus on just looking really good and showing why Star Fox is something people should be excited for yeah. versus, I don't know if the online would do that for me. That would have to be one heck of an online package. Yeah, to do. I, I totally agree. If it's Platinum doing the single player at least, you know it's going to look amazing. Like, yeah, technically, yeah. it's going to look really yep. good. Yeah, it would yep. definitely run run really well. All yeah. right, cool. So then uh, Mario Maker. Uh, will obviously be shown, right? This is a. Do you do you include that in the direct? Absolutely. This is the yeah. 30th anniversary of Mario. You probably unveil new features. You unveil 
uh, a new trailer, show off more of what's so special about the game, sharing and cre- and creating and that kind of stuff. They have yet to really di- deep dive into that stuff, so you could probably expect that, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. And maybe they'll do something because we're close to launch. They'll announce something similar to their tournaments, like the like a contest to yeah. whoever gets the most downloaded level will you know get a banana. Yeah, and obviously Amiibo stuff for that, whatever the hell yeah. that yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer, which part of me as a betting man wants to throw out there that the smaller three, new 3DS comes out between E3 and when that thing ships in September. The reason I want to believe this I'm totally is because, with you on this. Yeah, be- I agree. because of the option that you want to give people a reason to upgrade to new 3DS. If this is a cheaper option than having to buy the two hundred dollar big boy, why not? Do you really want them buying the hockey puck like add on? Like, of course I, you, you're offering that for people who don't want to move yeah, up. I, I read an interview with Reggie today with uh, I believe it was Gamespot where they asked him uh, why they why not both of those models at launch, mm-hmm. and I think he said, well, it seemed you know that was the that was the business decision for the time. Yeah. yeah. He specifically said for the time. And, it was, and I think Animal Crossing has a big enough reach as a brand that it would absolutely draw people and, in. Yeah. And we learned the big reason was, you know, like just controlling the, the retail channels, making sure you have enough product to deliver and ensuring that people aren't disappointed because yeah. they knew the big one was the bigger seller, especially in the U.S. They knew mm-hmm. based on their past uh, 3DSs, the big one would outsell the yeah. little one yeah. and they didn't want to risk a supply situation yeah. where people say, oh, no, no, I didn't want that one. You yeah. know? And you but know what? I, agree. Oh, no, yeah. no, I was going to say, if, if they don't put it out, they need to talk to or fire the person that runs their Twitter because <laughs> that person tweeted out the, the Splatoon... Uh, face plates. Oh, for on the, the American on 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 the, on the American one. on the U.S. Twitter for the uh, 3DS that we don't have. Wow! And that was just like the the amiibo tweets are enough for all the people on there. I don't know if you've ever seen the reactions. Oh yeah, they're amazing. But really rough. At the risk of uh, I'm sorry. At the risk of retreading ground we've covered. Yeah. Last prediction show I did say I thought new 3DS would be here. I will say I don't think they spend digital event space on saying the smaller models here. I think that's a press release or something around E3. I don't think it shows up in the digital event at all. Um, I think it does if it's a cool bundle. I think if it's something they can promise that would, if they say Happy Home Arrest or whatever, it's uh, an Animal Crossing bundle. Arrest. That would make sense to me that yeah. they're releasing. You think so? They, they're releasing this game with a bundle and well, the smaller well, 3DS. Look at like I think Smash the, Brothers and last year how yeah. Smash Brothers had yeah. the controller adapter and they dropped pricing and info, but they did it through press release. They didn't mm. do it via oh, wasting right. digital event. Right, 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 digital right. event time is precious. Yeah, you want to show new footage. You're going to show how that game works. You're going to show what people can expect. How cards work. You're you're not going to waste another minute on a slide or 30 seconds on a slide saying, oh, the smaller models in the U.S., especially because it's already out in Europe. It's I, already out in Australia. I don't know. I, E3 I feel is like just about us. They're, so, true, true, they're true. so hooked on creating their own programming now, too, like that I feel like they'll do shorter presentations because they want to push to their own live streams later in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can see them doing something on 3DS because you want to have that hit in there for retailers going, oh, cool, new hardware, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be in there or something something else hardware related. We'll All see. right. So then the big Mamma Jamma, at least the one that I think is going to be a big part of the presentation, and I hope they make it look cool, is Yokai Watch, right? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this, I feel, on this program for a while. We had uh, special guest Mark McDonald back during GDC mm-hmm. talking a bit more about why Yokai Watch would be an interesting project for them to tackle. We've talked about on the show that it is a million seller in Japan, and it does have the potential to be one of those rare franchises that is cross-media in terms of there's an anime, there's a manga, there's toys, there's medals that kids line up with their parents' hours to get in Japan. Yeah. If that translates over here well enough, 
that could be a big thing for them. Yeah. No, I think this will be a big focus for sure. Yeah. Like they need to explain what this game is to the Western audience. And right. Yeah. Right. They need, I, I do get the sense that they're going to be a bit light on 3DS software, like certainly in-house developed. Mm. You know, they'll have Animal Crossing, but I think, you know, this is going to be a, a, a bigger focus. And they have Eve. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah. So you yeah. have Fire Emblem Eve. down as a game you'd show in the digital For event? sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- Japan's about to get it. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably fill those gaps with small things like, you know, the more push mos and box boys and stuff like that. But I don't think any of that stuff's going to be in their presentation. The, for 3DS, they're really going to have to show some big stuff because that's the kind of question mark for me right now. Is like, where is that system going? Well, you know, don't like, forget, they had a Nintendo Direct Micro while you were away and yeah. they had announcements. Today. Now, granted, Chibi Robo, the fact that there's a Chibi Robo where he has a plug that he whips like yeah. Simon Belmont or um, Bionic uh, Commando. We don't or, talk about Simon yeah, Belmont anymore. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We're not allowed to on this podcast. Surprised me, and that was very 3DS focused. There was a bunch of announcements that, again, they're not wasting digital event space on those games, which I appreciate. You know, Doctor Mario, Miracle Cure, right, stuff like that. By the way, if you want to play that, I have it on the Japanese one in my back. Does he finally? Does is this the one where he cures whatever (laughs) man's body he's inside? (laughs) Oh man, that'd be a really good like sixth sense reveal at (laughs) the end. Like it was you all along, or it's it's like you know that movie Inner Space with Martin Short, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. something like that. That was also Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was absolutely Inner Space, the video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, so I asked this question uh, on GameScoop, or we talked about this on GameScoop, but does the next new 3DS exclusive show its face at E3? Yes, but not the in the digital event. event. Not I in think, the digital No, event. I'll think they'll pull one of those. Oh, by the way, on the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Yeah, another 3DS game. Okay. Um, I think they'll do that. They love doing that. Come on, they've done this so many times. Yeah. They've yeah. done this with Smash Brothers and yeah. Core everything. franchise or yeah. not core franchise? Mm-hmm. Core franchise or not core franchise? Is this another Wii port of another of a of a game it, like in the case of Xenoblade, which is currently the only new 3DS exclusive on the books today? Man, I'm sorry. I just I get paid to ask the questions. I don't know. The no, I know. You get paid to stump us. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's well, a maybe tough that's one. a Mario game, right? Like, I mean, if you remember our E3 prediction shows, we talked about all sorts of nonsense. And I don't think like, Mar- I do think. Do you commit to a Mario game as a new 3DS exclusive? No, you. Don't. <laughs> well, I said the new, new, new Super Mario Brothers. Um, they haven't done a new title. They can't do that. Here's why. Oh, they can totally do it. Well, because it's a new 3DS, let, let too. Let well, let how, well, how ridiculous would it be to put out like another 2D platforming, side-scrolling Mario game in the same year when you make oh. the sandbox that can make an infinite amount of those? No, that's not what I mean. What was the last Mario title on, on Wii U? 3D World. Uh, 3D, 3D World. Yeah. I'm saying it's new <laughs> Super Mario 3D World for the new, new Super 3DS. Mario 3D Land. Okay. No, that land. Yeah, they sound sorry. confused. God, because they're That's confusing because... titles. <laughs> That's because they have super in them. They have new in them. They have worlds and lands and universes. So and it's weird because we got, we got a, Was it this year? This year we got a Zelda, right? Majora's Mask was out this yes. year, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's gonna be another Zelda. No. Um, as much as I would love a sequel to Link Between Worlds in some way. Okay. Um, no, I think it's Mario. Like, you think it's Mario? I changed my mind again. Like it's not gonna be a Wii U Mario. It's gonna be a 3DS Mario. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know what their next big thing is, man. It's gonna have new I'm, in front of it. Like Star Fox is going to Wii U, Mario's on Mario Maker, and we're we're theorizing there's a Galaxy Three and or something. Mario like Maker that. will be a Wii U only game. Yeah. We, Mario Maker will not be a Wii U three DS game. No, no, no. They'll, they'll do interviews about why that's impossible and people will be mad, but they'll be right. Machine um, power. And I Sorry. think I still that think you know, I, I think Metroid will go to Wii U. I think Russia will say something. I really do. It's been five years. Yeah. But for three DS it's in a weird spot. Like Wait, it might get that was a megaton. Like you really think Metroid is gonna be ready to I believe, I believe in that tweet. I believe it's been five years since the last sour note was played in the Metroid franchise. <laughs> wow. Was it, is it that note like when you go down into like the caverns? When, like, when you press, when you play a keyboard with your thumbs down. <laughs> wow. It's that note. Not bad. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and you're only allowed to play the keyboard when some guy lets you. I'm going right. to push forward a little because you're going into unannounced game territory, which I want to oh, see a little clear of only because... Obviously, there'll be unannounced games there, and we have theorized some of those. Can, so I don't can a man dream? No, you can't. No, I, I liked know. it. That was no, really no, good. No. You didn't have that last time we talked about yeah. this. Xenoblade Chronicles X, digital event or not digital event? Yeah. Digital event. With a yeah. real date. Big RPG. Does it already have a date? No. No, it doesn't. It'll have a real date. Nebulous 2015. Yeah. Part of me yeah. wondered, do you push that game to early 2016? But I think you keep it on track for 2015. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yoshi's Woolly World, totally a fall game. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. Oh, Yoshi's Woolly World, totally shown, by the way, in the digital yeah. event. Like, how do you not? Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. I think Digital event it. or not digital event? Hmm. Hmm. It's just one of, it really depends on how, how okay it is for the U.S. market. Yeah. Like, from looking but, at that trailer... They might. They, uh, if that's the game, I don't think it'll be shown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be more kind of like something that they'll play later on on one of their streams. I mean, yep. yeah, that's like that's when I that's when I use the bathroom. You know, really? <laughs> like no, because like the the I last mean, time they showed that game, I was just like, huh? I'm in. The, I'm interested. I want to see it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, to me, it was it was. I didn't understand a thing. Was okay. straight up like that's hype. That's yeah. Hype. No, you were all into it. And I'm I'm happy for you guys yeah. for that. But I mm-hmm. that's not my thing at all. All right. So uh, das rounding hype. out das hi- das hype yeah. das hype ah, hype you gotta, I see okay I get, yeah. I'm Swiss there you go <laughs> drop the M word so <laughs> very nice so uh, some recent announcements bravely default I don't think Swiss. gets shown uh, during the digital event that was a separate announcement during the micro you that's coming you to the so? west I think you just show yeah. some treehouse spend some treehouse yeah. live time on that yeah. Fire Emblem if I will agree with you I think will be a digital <laughs> event thing just because that was a big game for them and it's a big first party game at that with I. Uh, I I think that will be one of the bigger focus points. I think, you know, Star Fox will be a big focus point, and this one will be a big focus point. Okay. Those are, I think, the two elected games, I think. Yep. But what do I know? We'll see. Yeah. It might yep. be D- Diddy Kong Dig. Two other games to throw Diggy out there. Kong. Diggy Kong. Don't forget, Fatal Frame Wii U was announced uh, during a Nintendo Direct this year. That's I don't think that's digital event worthy, no, but God. I do think that it's probably Treehouse Live and press release worthy. Yeah. And, and I think they'll leave that and Itagaki's game out of the digital event. I feel like flavor-wise... Okay, let's, let's go there. Do you right. think Itagaki's game is still a 2015 game? We haven't seen it in such a long time. It's got to be ready. I mean, like, what was there, it's not like the core mechanics of the game were bad. It was that it was in rough kind of presentation shape, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it ran choppy. It wasn't optimized. Now, you know, it's obviously not the same teams that Itagaki worked with in the past, but that guy is a stickler for for kind of looks and everything. So I can't imagine that that that's what we're getting in the end. Okay. I think it'll show, but I I don't think it'll be part of the digital So according to Nintendo... Nintendo's documents, it is still slated as a 2015 game for the U.S. In Japan, it is TBD. 
okay. Does not have any. Fate, concrete. I, I don't think Fatal Frame will be in their press conference, and it won't be in. Fatal Frame. It won't be on the. Floor. I think it'll be on the press release. Why? I mean, it'll be on a press release, but yeah. they won't be part October. of Treehouse Live. The game's almost. It'll be a year old and came out in Japan, and it was kind of lukewarm when. I like that. No, I think you're right. I just Project think, yeah, Treasure, another sort of rated that will be M there kind of thing, free to play, not during digital event. I would. I don't see that as yeah. being them spending time I, on that. I game. agree, but I think it'll be there. Okay. At, the, at the show, and, and I'm hoping Rhythm Tengoku, the greatest, will absolutely be uh, sort of in the pushed event? out to the west. Uh, not during the no. event, maybe during um, Treehouse Live or something like yeah. that. But that game, by the way, that game comes out tomorrow. Uh, U.S. It comes out in Japan tomorrow. I am I already pre-bought it. I am so ready for Rhythm having the greatest. Like you have no idea how excited I am for that. They rounded up a bunch of mini games from all the games plus it's, new ones. Just, I'm you there. know, for everybody who hasn't played it, like the Wendan series, um, you know, Rhythm Tengoku, just really... Well, Wendan's different. Oh. Wendan was Elite Beat Agents. It was more oh, like... Elite Beat Agents, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. Rhythm Heaven, is Rhythm Tengoku. With, with that, it's a platforming one where the dude runs left and right and he, he hits no, things. No, no. These are mini games from... This is basically the WarioWare team doing mini games based around music, that's right, that's performance, right, that's right. and a yeah. whole lot of judgment. So See, wait, where do, we, now, where do you... Now you have me. Where do you that's have Wendon, awesome. though? Yeah, huh? You don't have Wendon on your list, uh, list then. Wendon is... We haven't heard from Owendon and, and Innis in a while now. Dude. Come on. I think Owendon's done. When does that game come so? back? I think so. Like I don't, I don't see that game come. I'll be, I'll be happy to, to get another one. All right. I but thought that, we just talked about that. That's gonna come back. No, uh, dude, Rhythm Tengoku. That like that's that's good. where I'm. That's where my hype, my hype, das hype right. is. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's everything we have. I think we will see unannounced games, but we have spent time talking about that. I do want to close out the episode though with some question blocks. So yeah. let's just go through two or three questions, and then we're gonna end the show. Whew. Why don't we take a quick grape before, break? Before I want a grape. You want a grape? Yeah. And a break. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Schneider and Brian Altano, and this is the question block where you send us awesome E3 questions. First one comes from Michael, and Michael is asking, uh, so I predict this year at E3 that there will be one or two new Nintendo IPs. We all sort of agree with you on that, right? Yeah. Nintendo was not gun-shy last year to pull new IP. I think this year they're pulling it again. However, my question is, what kind of new IPs do you want to see from Nintendo? Oh, he it's says. like it's not about like specific brands. It's more about kind of like the genres. Yeah, he said this is for. less so a discussion about what you want a new IP to look like. Also, you could talk about that too, and more about what kind of genres do you think Nintendo can put an interesting spin on that they haven't already attempted. Last year was Splatoon, third-person shooter, right? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. really? Like yeah. that was a real good surprise. And then they did. They tried kind of like a turn-based strategy game. Pikmin was the RTS. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a that's a good question. Like, what have we not seen from them yet? Mm, MOBA. You know? Everyone loves to bring up the MOBA, but yeah. I think that that genre is just too hardcore. It's not, and I don't think it is big enough in Japan. Yep. For it to matter to Nintendo, I don't think they're going to jump on that. Yeah, I yeah. also don't think MMO, I don't think they'll approach that either way. Like, I know people no. want the Pokemon MMO, but I think the Pokemon MMO eliminates the core of that franchise, which is kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. want to see them do a music game again. Oh, after we music? No. And no? I, I don't see them doing a first person shooter since Geist. <laughs> 
<laughs> Metroid Prime, I guess. It's, I mean, it's, it's a good question. What I what I want Nintendo yeah. to tackle is always what I'm not expecting them to do, right? right. Like that's what yeah. I liked about Splatoon is that I could have never predicted that. Or Odama, you yeah. remember that? Well, well, okay, Odama. <laughs> that pinball, was pinball uh, meets yeah, microphones. That was... <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> that, that was Japanese historical battles. Heat a giant ball <laughs> and a microphone that clips onto your gaming controller. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get any more expe- unexpected than that. No, but I think the time is ready for something like a new kind of crazy party game, <laughs> like how you know Mario Party and Smash Brothers really brought kind of like couch competition yeah. to the forefront mm-hmm. again. And Mario Kart certainly does that. I feel like the time is ready for them to to like do the next thing like mm-hmm. that. You know, is that their amiibo game? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. No, Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think that'll be an Amiibo game quite yet. Nintendo, That'd be cool, uh, though. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like a third-person action like combat game. Nintendo doesn't really do that. It's a platformer or it's not, right? Yeah. I mean, they'll trust a third party like you know, with with, with that idea, but yeah. I don't think like Neat. for example, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, no, like even like even more kind of traditional one on one fighting. Like they obviously have Pokémon Fighter right in the arcades. Mm, that which we that, did not. By talk the way, about. that might actually show right, like in some sort of fashion. <sighs> because it's only because it's Pokemon, not because what it's was... hype. At least yeah. for me. Well, you know, I mean, the Tekken team is pretty decent at making fighting games, and the Pokemon franchise is pretty big. Yeah. Like, I could imagine that becoming a a bigger focus. But no, like, um, yeah, like, I don't want them to do, like, a traditional racing game. I don't want them to do a traditional fighting game. I really like them to just do wacky crap, right? I would love, like, I mean, anytime they do, like, look at Box Boy. Anytime they do, like, a side-scrolling puzzle puzzle game, they really nail it. The puzzle platformers. And I would love for them to do something that is like classic Metroid, you know, like something that is, you know, celebrates 2D but brings in kind of new elements of exploration. I think yeah. that would be really cool. Yeah, well, and you have been quick to jump on the trend of like Batman is Metroid undercover, yeah. right, to some degree, right? Batman, Batman the Arkham series has been yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see them tackle something like that in a third-person action kind of way. I also really would love to see Metroid reinvented, but that's not a new IP. I just think the time is right, and we've talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit. I think... Um, and I said this on GameCube. Every, you know, um, garage developer and their mom is making a Metroid type yeah, game. At I least know. it feels that way, yeah. you know, to me sometimes. And I do yeah. want to see Nintendo kind of step in and go, "That's cool and all, but let us show you what the next step is." Yeah, right? the two the two franchises that I would love to come back, I don't think are going to come back anytime soon. F-Zero. That's F Zero and Wave Race. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge Wave Race fan. You know, I love the game NST did, but uh, the the original Wave Race '64. I know there was another game, but it wasn't the same. Wave Race '64 was just such a fantastic game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, greetings, NVC. Thank you very much for that email, Michael. Mm-hmm. The next question comes from Joey. Uh, greetings, NVC. First time ride, first time, a long time listener, first time caller. Keeping it brief, my E3 prediction is Amiibo support for Mario Maker. Think of the many possibilities of a Mushroom Kingdom mashup. Take Link, four versions, eight bit original, Zelda two, sixteen bit A Link to the Past, and quote older Link, Smash Brothers style. Consider Curly, Kirby inhaling Koopas, <laughs> Morph Balls. He goes through a ton of examples. Uh, why else would this game take so long to come to market? The tools, assets, and UI have been in place for some time. What else is there? This game could have a real uh, coming out 
this game could have come out a year ago. I say it's Amiibo support, real Amiibo support. I don't agree with you so much, Joey, but I do think you bring an interesting point, right? What could Amiibo support look like in Mario Maker? Um, I th- what you Wait, just what described, do you not agree with? Like uh, that it will have Amiibo support? I, th- I, th- I think it does that, have yeah. it, but this seems like way too much. I was, well, I, th- I think we're, that's, we're sort of undermining how much work that would take to actually create. Yeah. Mechanically, right? Like yeah. the moment you let them do Kirby controls in that universe, like that is a whole new game to balance and figure out. Yeah. But like the cosmetic changes, like you scan an Amiibo and you get like blocks or characters or something, that makes all the all the sense of I the mean, world. So I like, think that's a no-brainer. Yeah, if you want shades of that right now, go play NES Remix because that has moments where you can play mm-hmm. as Kirby in a Zelda game or you can play as yeah. Link in a Mario game. But, uh, and it never truly clicks. It's always just like, it's a fun gimmick for however long an NES Remix stage lasts, which is mm-hmm. 30 seconds or whatever. But in terms of like playing an entire game like that, I don't know. Like We saw that fan-made game a couple years ago that came out that was Good basically that, that Mario, it was like, it was a, a, a remix of the original Super Mario Brothers where you could play as Ryu from Ninja Gaiden, you could play as Samus from Metroid, uh, uh, you know, Simon Belmont, which I guess we're not allowed to say on the show anymore. I missed that. Uh, <laughs> weird memo. I don't know what happened when that's I went a, away. That's a, that's a GM ultimatum. But, um, that felt like a ROM hack, and yeah. uh, I think Nintendo, they're, they're less inclined to do something like that. I could be totally wrong, but I think there's like something like 60 Amiibos in the wild by then, so who knows what they'll pick yeah. and choose to do with. I just I like the idea. I just think it's too much. I will say this, though, and your point to NES Remix, I do think this game, uh, Mario Maker, is Mario Remix in yeah. a lot of ways because it is you doing some, some – it, it appears to be a game where you're doing bad – blank crazy stuff right. with yeah. Mario yeah. and with sort of Mario stages and, and physics yeah. and worlds and whatnot. Um, so, so my, I just think what he's pointing out is too much. My prediction yeah. for Amiibo support for Mario Maker will not be characters you can swap in but palette swaps. Like if you wanted to make like a, a Hyrule, there would be like a Hyrule themed texture set that you can swap in. It'll be 8-bit mm-hmm. themed Hyrule mm-hmm. or something and you can use it to replace one of the levels or Metroid or something like that. I think stuff like that makes a little more sense because mechanically those games were built the same way in terms of their level design okay. but not in terms of their character movement. Like 8-bit Link has to be the one from Zelda 2. Otherwise, it's like the weird top-down one. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> Jumping vert? It breaks my brain. But, yeah, but maybe they to... maybe they yeah. will just allow like one version of it, right? Sure. Like it's just the eight-bit set or something. Like mm, you don't know sure. what they're gonna totally. Do. All right, yeah. we'll cool. see. All right, we'll move on to the last question. This comes from good friend of the show, Charles Gatson. Charles says, "Hello, we've all hey guys, we've all loved Mario Kart 8's DLC offerings, and Nintendo knows they hit a home run with it too. Also, there's no console Zelda at this weird show either. With that said." How much do you feel Nintendo will beat the DLC drum? I think yeah. it makes sense since they love games with legs. Super Smash Brothers uh, barely, excuse me, Smash Brothers is barely half a year old and hasn't seen a major downloadable expansion. Even the tournament modes they promised, and we brought this up earlier in the show, 50, in the 50 Fact Extravaganza, has not shown up. I see this as the E3 where Nintendo makes lemonade out of lemons. Follow up, he emailed us after the fact because they did announce. Uh, the Smash Direct. So this yeah, question yeah. was sent before the Smash Direct was announced. Charlie, uh, we've actually tackled this, I think, for most of the episode then. Yeah, I do, I do think, think they'll that... they'll definitely talk about Splatoon. Yeah. Because right. they want to keep that going. But I don't right. think it'll be part of their main presentation, like yeah. digital event. I don't no. think it, uh, Smash has its own sort of event planned around it. I think the bigger focus for the digital event, if you watch and if you look at it carefully, is new games. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely new stuff. That's yeah. what they want. And that's what you're going to get. 
Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I, I do think, you know, they want to tell with every game they announce now, hey, we'll support it. It's not just a fire and forget because mm-hmm. let's remember, right, like a big issue for publishers is that you buy a game used after a week, you know, like it's out for a week and somebody already sold it back to GameStop and you're just paying GameStop. You're not you're not sharing the, you know, the, the money you pay doesn't right. go to Nintendo. And so they want to make sure that you hold on to that thing as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And so I think every announcement is going to have like, oh, yeah, we're going to support this for extended periods of time kind of a, oh, a message it, with it. What, what kind of craziness would it be if they said Mar- another Mario Kart 8 DLC pack is coming? Just... <laughs> that would be cool. Be yeah. great. Like I, they did such know. a nice job with that. Yeah. yeah like. Uh, Way to turn kind of like what fans sometimes see as a negative story. Like, wait, I got to pay for extra stuff into a positive one because it's just so polished yeah, and get a deal. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. And you were willing to wait long enough for totally. it. Totally. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That is our big Nintendo E3 uh, that was rundown. Yeah, this Thank, was super in-depth. Thanks for reminding me. By the way, for the trip to LA, now I'm going to grab Rhythm Tengoku again. I had totally forgotten Dude, about that yeah, game. yeah, that game that was so great. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm so ready. Tomorrow morning, well, 6 a.m., I'm downloading that. Well, one of the rare games where you really want to play with the audio on because it gives you the cues and yeah no and and it's so so much fun uh especially when you have performances where you're just being judged left and Mm -hmm. right constantly that sounds awesome people around you all right awesome well thank you for listening to nintendo voice chat we are a weekly show on ign but we are in fact not the only show on ign brian altano is a proud member of podcast beyond that's right you can listen to podcast unlocked which is a show all about the xbox you can see him in person too soon that's right we have something coming up house party it's called the ign house party it is on june 27th from 11 30 a.m to 5 30 p.m here in sunny san francisco hopefully sunny san Uh francisco cloudy in the morning and sunny Uh in the afternoon san francisco uh tickets are available on the eventbrite if you just google ign house party 2015 you can find them uh there's probably a shorter url for that i'm bad at that stuff but they're 27 bucks you'll get a t-shirt you'll get food and there'll be prizes there'll be drinks all day long uh come hang out there's even an after party at a bar called Neck of the Woods where Damon Hatfield will be DJing. And so, there's only a couple tickets left so yeah, um, they're going if you really hear fast. this and you want to join Jose and I are also going to be there. We're not yeah. going to do an NVC show because we just did a live show. So yep. this is really for Beyond and Unlocked to uh, shine. But we'll be in the audience. We'll street pass and yeah. you know, send you strange Just come messages. hang out. Talk to us. I mean, there'll be t- downtime between everything, too. It's really just we'll a meet, big yeah. – this is like a big celebration of, of, of IGN's fans, you know, mm-hmm. uh, brought to you by IGN hosts and personalities and workers and just everyone here who loves that we get to do what we do. So yeah. come say hello. Yep, absolutely. You should definitely be there. And also, if you have feedback for Nintendo Voice Chat, make sure that you you can email us, nvc at IGN.com, or head on over to iTunes, leave us a review. It always helps with visibility. Yeah, the more more people you share our podcast with, uh, the happier we get. Absolutely, um, yeah. and and the the less cranky Brian will be on the show. And, Absolutely, yeah. I can't yeah, promise yeah. that. Yeah. Oh no, no, <laughs> pro, no clause in that yes. contract. Um, cool. And uh, there was one more thing I want to point out. It's it's E three oh, next week. That's right. Oh, this E3? is it. This is oh, it. Man. I remember E two last year. Are you hype? Like yeah. this is the one. I'm so excited. Are we yeah. doing a show next week? Yes, we are. We Absolutely are. doing okay. a show from the show floor. We what? Are, I'm flying out Saturday. We, we will figure not from the show floor. We'll figure something out. But we are absolutely penciled in to have a Nintendo Voice chat. From E3, we're going to talk about everything that we can get our hands nice. on. We're playing Every everything thing. we can. We're yes. gonna, we, I might steal a game from Nintendo. <laughs> not again. No, not again. Someone will be under house arrest. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> it's definitely not Animal Crossing anymore. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. You can yep. find Brian Altano on Twitter at Agent Bizzle. You can find Per Schneider at Pierre IGN. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening. And we will be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat from E3. E3! Get E3! Hype. E3! Get hype. It's happening. I'm stealing a game.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.